Hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, with an invitation to stick around this hour as I play 78 RPM records from my collection. It's an assortment of music from the first half of the 20th century. I have a nice little selection of records picked out today. We'll hear some big bands, some ragtime, some blues, some jazz, some vocalists, some banjo music. Lots of good stuff in the 60 minutes ahead. We're going to start with Benny Goodman and his orchestra, a recording made out in Hollywood in September of 1935. The tune is by Earl Hines and James Mundy, and it seems appropriate this week, given everything going on in the world. It's called Madhouse. a forward-looking record for 1935. Benny Goodman and his orchestra recording for the Victor label, something called Madhouse. That starts off this edition of the Shellac Stack, and I'm going to try to keep it a little calmer in the hour ahead, ease some tension if we can. Up next, I have something a little more lighthearted, apropos of nothing. This is Johnny Maddox and the Rhythm Masters, a record made for the Dot label in about 1952. 
The composition is credited to Johnny Maddox and Randy Wood, who owned a record shop in Gallatin, Tennessee, and started the little dot label there in about 1950, and then eventually built it up into one of the major labels of the late 1950s. But here we are early on in the label's history. Johnny Maddox and the Rhythm Masters give us the Johnny Maddox Special. Johnny Maddox records aren't exactly rare. By many counts, they were outselling Elvis in the mid-1950s. But people do seem to have played them a lot, and it's kind of tough to find Johnny Maddox records in really good shape. That one's a little on the worn side, but still a fun record. The Johnny Maddox Special from 1952. We're going to slow it down a little bit now with vocalist Jack Miller, something he recorded for the Harmony group of labels, Harmony Diva, Velvet Tone, Columbia's budget line in the late 1920s. My copy of this is on Velvet Tone, 1813. It was recorded in New York on December 17th, 1928. A tune I've always liked. It's a very pleasant melody. It's called I'll Get By As Long As I Have You. After that, we'll hear an original blues composed by pianist Pat Flowers, who was something of a 
I don't, I shouldn't say clone. Nobody was a clone of Fats Waller, but he certainly imitated Fats Waller's style a little bit and was being hailed as the next Fats Waller when Fats passed away in 1943. Pat Flowers never quite blossomed into the career that had been hoped for him, but he made some fine records. This one from March of 1944, as I said, is called Original Blues. And we'll wrap up the set with one of my all-time favorite Mildred Bailey records, something she made in New York on October 18th, 1946, for the Majestic label. It's number 1093, an absolutely gorgeous tune, beautifully arranged by Ellis Larkins. It's called I'll Close My Eyes. First up, though, here's Jack Miller. This old world was just a sad place for me As could be I was lonely and blue This old world then changed to paradise for me Suddenly, why? Because I met you. All the wealth and power I may never find. Still, as long as I have you, dear, I won't mind. Oh, I'll get by. As long as I have you Though there be rain and darkness too I'll not complain, I'll laugh it through Poverty may come to me that's true But what care I Say I'll get by As long as I Have you may come to me that's true but what care I say I'll get by as long as I Thank you. 
Mildred Bailey, in the twilight of her career, with an exquisite performance on I'll Close My Eyes, the orchestra directed by pianist Ellis Larkins. That may be my very favorite Mildred Bailey record. As much as I love her swing things from the mid to late 1930s, there's just so much sensitivity in this one. It has such a gorgeous melody. From October of 1946, I'll Close My Eyes. Before that, pianist Pat Flowers also on the Majestic label, record number 1010 from March of 1944, we heard Original Blues. And starting off the set in December of 1928, it was Jack Miller with the Turk and Allard song, I'll Get By As Long As I Have You. And I will get by here at the Shellac Stack as long as I have you to keep me company. I thank you very much for tuning in and listening to these 78 RPM records with me. If you're enjoying the program and you'd like to drop me a note, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. Or you can visit my website, shellacstack.com, and send me a note through the contact form there. I welcome your comments, suggestions, or requests. You don't have to request a specific record. You can always request a particular performer you like, or a song, or composer, or even a genre of music you favor. So drop me a note, shellacstack at gmail.com. Okay, we're going to head back to the 1920s again now. A record made on January 15th, 1926 in New York for the Edison label. 
Edison is not known for having recorded very many jazz bands on his label, and this is maybe one of the hotter, one of the better bands that he did. This is the Georgia Melodians. Not too much is known about the group, although they were the subject of a timeless CD reissue some years ago, timeless being the label name. The tune here is called Charleston Ball. It was composed by Donald Haywood. It's Edison 51678. We'll follow that with a record by Julie Wentz and his Hofbrau Orchestra. Julie was a man, Julius, but he went by Julie, and his orchestra recorded in June of 1927 a tune that was very popular at the time called Vododio Blues, sort of a response to that common 1920s catchphrase that was going around, Vododio. <laughs> and we'll wrap up the set with a 1932 dance record by Jerry Baker and his orchestra. Jerry Baker will be the vocalist. It's a crown record, 3435. The tune Another one appropriate for these chilly winter nights is called Sitting by the Fire with You. But we'll start it off with the Georgia Melodians.
sitting by the fire with you. That's Jerry Baker and his orchestra, a crown record from December of 1932. Up next, I have a record by a rather mysterious singer named Roy Evans, who recorded about three dozen selections for the Columbia label between 1928 and 1931. The record I'm going to play for you may very well be the last record he ever made. It's the last one that shows up in any discography I have. Roy Evans was primarily featured on records as a yodeler, and that seems to have led him to be billed as the eccentric voice on the label of the record I'm about to play. I think calling his voice eccentric might be a bit far, but it is a little on the unusual side. He's singing a song here called There Must Be a Bright Tomorrow for Each Yesterday of Tears. And the composer credit goes to a Waisaki, who was apparently an inmate at Marquette Prison in Michigan at the time he composed this, so the references to prison cells and bars is something the composer would have known well. I was able to find a little review of this record in a Honolulu newspaper written up by Paul Tanner, and he says of what we're about to hear, Roy Evans sings it, and it's so sad that Roy almost cracks up on it, much after the idea of the late unlamented prisoner song takes away all that hankering to go to jail. (laughs) So this is Regal MR410. Yes, mine's a British pressing from May 20th, 1931. Here's Roy Evans, the eccentric voice. There must be a bright tomorrow. Oh, please. 
peace where there is no sorrow and we'll banish all our Perhaps I'll find a pal staunch and true How glad I'll be to start life anew There must be a bright tomorrow or each yesterday of pleasant little record is called the Wednesday Night Waltz, played by the Fiddlin' Doc Roberts Trio. You might be tempted to think that Doc was simply a nickname, but no, that was his birth name, D-O-C-K, Doc Philippine Roberts, although on record labels he often dropped the K so that it became D-O-C Roberts. He was born in Kentucky in 1897 and learned to play fiddle at a young age, 
By the mid-1920s, he was recording for the Jeanette label and touring around performing on radio and at fiddler contests and conventions. He recorded also for Paramount, and the record we just heard is on the Conqueror label, 8136. It was made in New York on March 5, 1931. Doc Roberts continued to record until about 1935 or 36 when he largely retired from recording, although he continued to play on radio and in personal appearances for a few years after that. He lived a nice long life, died back in Kentucky in August of 1978 at the age of 81. Before that, Roy Evans, the eccentric voice with There Must Be a Bright Tomorrow for Each Yesterday of Tears. Not much of his signature yodeling in that one, though we did get one little snippet of it. Um, Probably his last record, though. Okay, this next record is a bit of a mystery. I couldn't find it in any discography. It was recorded probably in about 1907 and plausibly in Mexico. It's a Mexican band, the Banda de Rurales de Pachuca, and somebody will probably correct my pronunciation of that, but it translates roughly as the Rural Band of Pachuca, a region in south-central Mexico. This is called Anlos Campos Gavota, or In the Fields, Gavot, Colombia A703. It's a sprightly little thing. After that, we'll hear from Bert Williams, and then later on in the set, we'll hear from Fred Van Epps. All of these acoustic Columbia recordings from 1907 to 1913, beginning with that Banda de Rurales de Pachuca. Thank you. 
wine goes in, then the truth comes out. And Brother Simpson was just that way. If, if, if you stop and listen while he told you about his trouble, he wouldn't let you buy a drink all day. The man would just stand and stand sigh and stand till he felt himself getting kind of gay. Nobody never knew exactly really what his trouble was about till he buttonholed you over in the corner. Then he said, I'll lend you my heart. I'll lend you the hay. I'll lend you anything I'm done. Take it away. I'll lend you five. You can have ten. And if that ain't enough, brother, all you got to do is just come around again. I'll lend you my hat, you can have my flat. Uh, even that overcoat I got made out with the fur, you remember the fur? I'll lend you anything I've got on earth but my wife. And I'll make you a present to her. never rains, but what it pours, and in Simpson, he ought to know. The man come home yesterday afternoon, found his wife, and invited all her relatives to come and live with him just for a year or so. Well, nothing of coke, he had to go on out and sleep with the host. But the man shouted, get hooray, and said, as long as I'm able, I shall stay right out here in the stable. When the neighbors would ask him why all he'd say, I'll lend you my hope, I'll lend you the hay, I'll lend you anything I got, take it away, I'll lend you five, I'll lend you ten, and if that ain't enough, my brother come around again, I'll lend you the hat, I'll lend you my flat, even over COVID I'll lend you anything I got on earth but my wife, and I'll make you a present of her. Thank you.
Beginning that little set, we heard the Banda Dorurales de Pachuca with Anlos Campos Gavot, recorded in about 1907, Columbia A703. Then it was Bert Williams with a Harry Von Tilzer song called I'll Lend You Anything, Columbia A915 from June of 1910. And we wrapped up in September of 1913 with banjoist Fred Van Epps and a rag by Lucky Roberts called the Junkman Rag. That was Columbia A1417. In the time we have left today, I'd like to play you a record by the Double Quintet on the tiny Frantone label, which was run by a woman named Fran Kelly, about whom almost nothing is known. She drops off the map in about 1955 or 56. But back in 1945, she recorded and issued this and one other record. Well, it's not even certain that one was issued, only this one seems to turn up. It's Prelude to a Kiss, played by the Double Quintet with a vocal by Herb Jeffries. A few months ago, Michael Steinman wrote about this record for his Jazz Lives blog. I'd like to quote just a bit of what he wrote. He says, Whether Jeffries sings in half-voice or was consciously asked to turn away from the microphone for the first phrase, I can't know, but the effect is unlike anything I've ever heard on record. The first 20 seconds are dreamlike, a mist-enhanced forest landscape, instruments and voices heard from afar. Jeffries returns to sing the title and the record, A Marvel ends. It is quite a special record. We'll follow it with Bob Haggard and his orchestra in 1950 on the MGM label. We'll wrap things up with Baby Won't You Please Come Home. But first up, here's the double quintet. That was my heart serenading you My prayer to a kid That was my heart trying to compose a prayer to a
And with Bob Haggart and his orchestra, that's just about all there is for this edition of the Shellac Stack. As always, I thank you for tuning in and joining me as we've been listening to these 78 RPM records. I hope you found something that you liked. I wish you peace, comfort, joy in the week ahead, and I hope we'll see you next time for more 78s on the Shellac Stack. Until then, take care. Bye-bye.